Welcome to this week's episode of What the Tech Just Happened. Millions of workers and students have been sent home over the past week for a, I don't know, do we call this a self-quarantine? I don't think it's self-quarantine. It's I think almost it's, a mandated quarantine at this point. Voluntary remote workforce. Voluntary remo- remote workforce. So millions are home uh, with students and workers. This has led to uh, the need to establish a remote workforce with the capabilities to be innovative, and productive, uh, as well as enable students to continue to learn. On today's episode of What the Tech Just Happened, we are going to dig into the top three things that employers uh, should have top of mind during this time and the top three things that employees can do to improve their time at home. All this and more on What the Tech Just Happened. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Penny. So we are in a, uh, Rob and I are in a small, uh, the small studio together. Yes, we are. <laughs> and uh, not, not we have no one else around us. We are quarantined in our studio. We are. And, and boy, it is weird. You look out there and our parking lot is almost empty. Yeah. <clears throat> as I'm sure everybody around the country is looking out to their parking lots and seeing the same thing that we are. Yep. Yep. Um, those people who are commuting into the offices uh, where they are still open uh, are seeing a lighter traffic pattern, though. I have seen uh, the uptick on the satisfaction level of commuting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. See, there are positives that can there come are, out of this. There are. And so, you know, that's. I'm glad you said that, Rob, because today's episode, I think we really want to focus on more of the, the positive positive outcomes uh, of what we are going through and what potentially can come out of this specifically around the work from home. Uh, Last week's episode, we talked about how this is really a a global proof of concept. There are millions of people that are now working from home. Um, And that is a you know, not to discount uh, people who don't have the ability to work from home. Like my husband's an electrician. He cannot uh, work from home uh, unless we need electrical work. Uh, So we are focusing on those employees that are able to do their jobs remotely and how uh, companies are enabling them to do that. Uh, Last week, we talked a lot about just getting equipment in people's hands so they could do that. And today we are going to talk about how you really maintain that um, for the foreseeable future. Uh, so yeah. let's dive into it. I, I'm, I'm really excited about this too. And I think it's great that, you know, let's look at the positive side of all of this. And, you know, we as Americans, innovation is born from adversity. And I think that, you know, this time here, you have a lot of adversity going on out mm-hmm. there. And there's a lot of folks that are rising to the challenge. And I'm like super excited to see what actually does come out of this, this giant, as you put it, proof of concept. Um, that's happening globally, actually. Right. So as we move from, you know, we talked last week from that that pipeline going from, you know, B to B over yeah. to B to C, certainly challenges there. Yeah. You know, is this going to, are we going to see a quick uptick in the uh, development of the 5G networks? Right. Possibly. So, you know, what's interesting is I have a, um, I have a friend who works for Comcast. I'm, don't worry, I'm not going to give any inside information here, <laughs> but uh, they're a contractor for Comcast. And on his Facebook was, uh, he's a, he's a manager and uh, has a a team of people. He was looking, actively looking for uh, people to be trained on and help support the the build out of the existing or the support 
part of the existing 5G networks and then the, the build out. Wow. So it's like they're trying to bring more people in to try to accelerate right. their Makes capabilities sense. and support. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And we did see, I believe, AT&T recently uh, lifted data constraints for a lot of their customers that will now be connected um, to so wireless. I mean, yeah. I think, again, everybody's rising to the challenge. Yep. So they understand what's happening, how it's everybody, the workforce is being mobilized now. And uh, they're preparing the pipeline for that. Yeah. So. And I have to say, my internet was blast fast yesterday at home. So you're you're the one that had the fast internet. I, I also <laughs> live in a more rural it's always my favorite word to say on on a microphone, um, but I live in a I live in a more rural area where there aren't as many people on the network I at would the same be time. Interested to hear your experience as we move through the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. just to see as the entire workforce does get hooked up and see what happens there. So keep us posted. Absolutely. Right. Oh, I love, yes, I love being a test case. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into, let's start with the uh, the top three things for employers to keep in mind or are really gonna need to focus on on the next uh, few weeks ahead. First and foremost, and this I understand is a no-brainer if you are equipping a, rem- a remote workforce, but having a strong VPN connection and capability. And for those who don't know what a VPN is, virtual private network. There you go. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. I'm 100% sure on the acronym this morning. <laughs> I knew virtual. But this is basically, uh, you know, we uh, we use a couple of different ones. Citrix is an option. Um, Cisco AnyConnect is an option. And there's a, you know, dozens more uh, that are out there. And, uh, you know, you can implement a combination of them. You can use uh, one solely. Uh, so I think getting everyone set up to log in, absolutely need to do, you need to test it have your teams do a window of time where work isn't normally happening. Go and have everyone log on. Make sure that you can actually handle the weight of everyone logging in and there's no issues on the the end user side. But also regular testing of that. Because like you just said, over the there's more and more people that are going to start to be remote and as that number fluctuates, it might present connectivity issues. So it's right. not a one and done. Right. A lot of companies out there as they they start working through this process, have already done their own stress test. Uh, We did that here at Connection, and I think that's important. And like you said, as you move through it, there's going to be times when the bandwidth really shrinks down. So you, they, they've got to continually making, make sure that they're testing that. Right. And I would, I would strongly suggest in this uh, scenario to not leverage your regular um, help desk means of communication. So if you uh, formerly had your employees uh, sending an email or calling a specific uh, number for help desk support for all issues, I would have a standalone way of communication when it comes to supporting your uh, growing re- remote workforce right now. So whether it's a dedicated email or a dedicated extension, so you know every single call or email coming into that is primarily for um, addressing a remote issue because you want to get those users up and running faster uh, to make sure that there's not a loss in productivity. Or if there is a network-wide issue, it's it's identified really quickly by that uh, single email address or phone number. So regular testing, get your strong connection, um, and have an easy way for your remote employees to report in issues. The second one that we have is 
having easy access to collaboration tools. Yes. This is probably going to be numero uno. That's that's your communication to the yes. outside world. <laughs> <laughs> this is how your employees are actually going to get work done. That's right. So Rob and I, Rob, what do we communicate on? We communicate on Slack. Yeah. We communicate on email. Mm-hmm. We communicate on Jabber. Mm-hmm. Mm, what else? We, uh, WebEx Teams. WebEx Teams. Skype. Um, what else? Uh, um, I have partners that use Zoom. I was on Zoom right. yesterday. Yep. Uh, uh, Cisco WebEx mm-hmm. uh, is a huge one. I was on that a bunch yesterday as well. Um, and then Microsoft Teams, right. which which kind of wraps up a lot. So you have a lot of options right now. Yeah. Um, and one size isn't always fit all. Oh, let's not forget the phone too. Oh, the phone. <laughs> Who uses the phone? <laughs> you know, I, so an interesting thing about the phone is I, so I'm a normal remote worker. Mm-hmm. I w- work from home uh, a couple of days a week on the regular. And I usually always use my phone to dial into a WebEx. As do I. Always. Except yesterday with Microsoft Teams, the, the, I had the phone on, I dialed in, not realizing that Teams automatically connected to the uh, to the microphone on the computer. So we had that wonderful echo going on. Oh, and then so I decided I just grabbed my, my USB headset with the microphone mm-hmm. and I shut off my phone and decided to dive in. It was awesome. It was a great experience, it wasn't really it? It really was. Yeah. And they're, they're, you know, on the other side, they're like, oh, there you are. You sound crystal clear. It's great. Yeah. And they sounded good. So um, that that's probably the way I'm going to be communicating with teams. Yeah, it was uh, It was the same with my first call yesterday morning. I have a 9 a.m. team call. And the first one, I was uh, dialed in with my phone and I had, you know, WebEx up on the screen. And by the end of the day, I had my uh, Blue Yeti USB mic, my full earphones and like it's like I had had a transformation during the day and I was now I felt fully immersed like my computer was running all of my audio I could hear it I could talk my picture was really clear and anyone who was doing the same on their end it vastly improved the experience. Yeah, and I guess, you know, days of old, I, I would go on and because of connection issues, it, was, it wasn't a good quality sound. And so yesterday, just really the light kind of went on that things are a lot different out yeah. there now. And uh, I think that's, I think we're going to find a lot more folks doing it that way too. Exactly. So there, there's a, um, you know, your account manager at Connection can really uh, help you identify what licenses are free, how long they are free for um, if you have a you know you have a, a mix of different tools how those things work together for example I have um, in my Microsoft Teams I have a Cisco WebEx app integrated into Teams so it kind of is all working together but one thing to caution on because I saw a couple of news stories about this the other day this is a huge opportunity for phishing and mm. cyber criminals to capitalize on the vulnerabilities yep. that are out there right People now always take advantage always take advantage so while everyone is out there saying collaboration tools free 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 please make sure that you are actively communicating with your employees on what platforms you are bringing in and what platforms they have permissions to download. Whether you're an administrator and you're providing, you know, you're implementing that download or you are, I know this is risky, but I've heard a few people are doing it. They're giving admin rights to some remote workers just to kind of ease that burden Mm. um, if they need to, to use something remotely. So communicate on what you're using so your employees are not clicking links and downloading free applications and sending a virus rampant through your network. Right. 
So very, very important. Good advice. And then I want to step back also yeah. because you mentioned something really important, and that is about the licensing. And there's nothing worse than you think you're covered, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, deploying, you know, another couple, two, three, four hundred people remotely, and then you realize that you don't have the number of license. People right. are getting on. They can't, they can't click in. And then all of a sudden there's a, a real problem with an IT, and then they have to contact folks, and then it takes a while to get them set up. So right. just double check what your licenses are and make sure that your needs are being covered. Yeah. And that's part, that can be part of your VPN testing too. have everyone log into what they're, what they think they're supposed to be using. Right. Um, not just, oh, I got into my VPN, but open every single application you might use on a daily basis. During our test, our whole team got on video WebEx. Oh, and great. we ran it for a full hour with everyone on it. And no problems. No problems. Great. It was kind of fun on a Sunday night, though, <laughs> to be on with all of your coworkers yes. in their home environment on a Sunday. Yeah, we, we had a little party on Slack. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was kind of fun. It, it felt like a like a com, the community was starting. The remote community started. So I, I, I want to mention that too because at the beginning, you know, the whole the whole thing about the stress test is you're you're trying to crash the system. You right. know, you want it. To, so we're there and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, my team there was like, let's bring down the house. <laughs> <laughs> so they started saying, I'm on Jabber, I'm on uh, Slack. Yeah, I, I opened, opened up everything. Teams. I've yeah. opened up Skype. It was it was very funny. And it was really neat to see that the system could handle it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You're stronger than you think. Exactly. Or you've prepared more than you think you have. Right. Um, hopefully that's your case. <laughs> and then uh, the third and final one for employers is really thinking beyond the laptop. Yes. Um, laptops are synonymous in your head with easy portability. What did Lane call them last week? Personal productivity. Oh, I don't want to go there. He messed it up like four <laughs> times. So The PPBDs. <laughs> um, personal productivity business device, I think was his, his name. All I know is I went home made a PB&J. So. <laughs> um, but think beyond the laptop. I mean, mm. you probably have hundreds of employees that are enabled with laptops, um, but should you have difficulty getting a laptop, desktops and minis and things like that can be, you know, Rob, what were you saying? Like desktops were designed for to sit in an office space. Right. So, you know, where you might have the ability to uh, purchase a new desktop or transfer a desktop to a home setting, uh, your employees can be just as productive on a desktop unit. But what you might not be thinking about is everything else that they might need. Like right. a laptop is great when you're traveling and it's what you need. But if you want to be as productive at home as you are in the office, there's our like, what do you use at your desk? So when I'm at my desk, there's my dual monitors. Very important. Oh, two monitors. Yep. I, you know, I, I live and die by those now. Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm on one screen, my productivity goes way down, you know, trying to adjust back to that. Well, cause don't you difficult. just have one screen for your collaboration tools? Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I actually have four screens at home on for my desktop. So oh. yeah, it's great because I can have spreadsheets open on one. I can have collaboration tool it's open like on another. It's like the Rob McIntosh command center. It is. It, it's totally we'll cool. Have to get a, you need to post a picture. I, and I when will. you share this that. episode, it should be a picture of your office setup. Done and done. I will do All that. Right. And uh, so the other thing is, um, you know, keyboard and mouse, uh, although the, the laptop keyboards have come a long way, 
I still like the robust regular keyboard, yep. regular size keyboard. And I like my mouse that I can move around, not just with my finger on, on the laptop. So those things are really important to me. And then at home, making sure that, you know, you have a printer as well and make sure that you're, you're hooked up to a printer every yep. now and you don't realize every now and then you need to, to print something out, right. you know, whether it's, you have to sign a document, you know, or, although there's DocuSign these days, but there's still a lot that you might have to, you know, print out, sign and fax back. So, yep. Or fax back, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I did just say fax back. <laughs> I barely caught it. And then I was like, print fax. fax. <laughs> Have those gone by the wayside now? Uh, no, some people still do use faxes. Okay. There are customers that only submit with a fax. Okay. So no, you're good. Yeah. So uh, think beyond the laptop, get webcams. Yep. Uh, those are huge. The keyboards, the mice, all that good stuff. That's that's what you need. And, and this, these setups are not that expensive. No. The monitors have come way down. You can get a really good right. keyboard mouse inexpensively. Uh, and even those webcams now, you can get, you know, uh, high def webcams for, you know, under 60 bucks. Now, right. So, yeah, I uh, I have a great uh, Logitech camera, which is it's like professional grade. Yeah. I like put everyone to shame when I use my webcam. <laughs> like everyone's like slightly blurry using their computer one. But mine is crystal clear. It's of like sitting it next to you. <laughs> All right. And then real quick, I want to talk about top three things for employees, because there's a lot of people that have never, ever, ever worked remotely before that are now at home working remotely. Yep. And while everyone sometimes thinks like, oh, this is going to be a vacation for everyone who doesn't have to be in the office. It not really. One, a lot of people have their kids home with them, which is a huge stressor. And those kids are going to have to start remote learning in a week. Mm -hmm. So you are now an employee at home, you're a parent at home, and you're now a teacher at home. Right. That is very, very stressful. So three tips to kind of keep you on the right track is capitalize on this moment in time to manage your time. There are so many emails or meetings that could be emails and we are about to find out we just are. how many. Yes, <laughs> uh, It's really easy in the office to pull people in a room and waste 45 minutes. Uh, that won't be happening virtually. Like people aren't going to hang out in a WebEx room and so shoot it's, the stuff. It's get right down to business. Yep. Get right down to business. Capitalize on managing your time. You know, uh, I think, Rob, you shared the stat that 53% of remote workers reported they're likely to work overtime. Um, and it's because you don't have the the constriction, really, of I have to be at the office at this time and I have to leave at this time to drop off my kid, pick up my kid, meet someone for dinner, go grab a drink for happy hour, have a business meet. Like, none of those you know, limitations are there for you. Right. So you tend to just work and work and work. So manage your time. But you, Rob, I want you to cover the next one, which was the ability to attend virtual events. Yeah. So the, now with all the events being canceled and there's, there's a lot of them out there, you know, we're also even hearing on the, the sports side of things that, uh, you know, the NBA has canceled. There's delays in, in, in the spring training and there's um, delays in baseball and the hockey season. And on the business side, a lot of the events and trade shows have been canceled. Mm -hmm. And so now us being innovative folks, we are figuring out ways that we can still have those and they're doing it through uh, virtual trade shows. And it's the, the experience is a little more 
different than right. obviously you're not you're not walking floors, but they have actually set up these these three D simulations now where you can walk the floor online virtually. That's really cool. It is really cool. So the vendors are still there, and you're able to do uh, video chats with mm-hmm. them. You're able to have um, conversations with the the reps there. They're actually able to be a little more productive because they can have more people online answering right. your questions as you visit their quote unquote booth. So you know again, I think it's just an opportunity that's in front of us here. And like you said, we're going to find out just how just how productive we can be through this whole process. So virtual events and uh, and trade shows. I think that, you know, because I go to trade shows, I this could be something that revolutionize it, like is a revolution. Um, because I go to trade shows a lot and there's so many people and you might be slightly interested or want to learn more about something in a booth, but you see everyone like standing there waiting to talk to you and you don't want to get pulled into a conversation that's 45 minutes and have all these distractions around you while you're doing it, that this actually allows you to be more focused and purposeful in your communication and probably from the the vendor side, have more quality leads that come out of it. Yeah, Um, and think think about VR technology. As as this thing starts to evolve even more, they're gonna start incorporating VR into this until all of a sudden that's gonna be part of your standard remote. Gonna be so cool. It is gonna be so cool. So they say, hey, put your VR headset on and attend our virtual trade show in Las Vegas and you're going to put it on there and all of a sudden you're in Las Vegas and you're looking around and with your finger you're walking the floor and then up you look over to a booth and somebody welcomes you in you start talking to them and you're having a conversation with this person and you're able to cover a lot of geography Mm -hmm. and a lot of area in a very quick amount of time and get the information you need. You're not stuffing it into a bag. Right. You're putting it onto a document drop right there on your desktop, ready to go. Holy cow. Yeah. So just, you know, it just kind of expand your mind about all these cool things that can happen. Right. You're going to, and then think about the travel expense that you save, the more income that these shows can actually get yep. um, from having an alternative experience for people who can't I'm sure go. the That's event really centers <laughs> are shaking right now. <laughs> Everyone, you know what? I'm pretty sure this will be what puts movie theaters under. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, we're staying positive. Yes. Um, and my, so uh, first one, capitalize on managing your time. Take advantage of virtual opportunities to attend industry events, to continue learning. And then this is my personal favorite and really what I'm trying to keep top of mind over the next few weeks is use this time to foster your creativity at work. And you you might say I'm in, you know, I'm a financial analyst, you know, I don't get super creative, but you, you can in your own right. One thing that remote work allows you is with managing your time and with the ability to take time to learn about what's going on, it gives you, it opens up your brain a little bit to think about things from a different perspective. You don't have people pulling you in 18 different directions, interrupting your train of thought. Um, you can just sit, you can write down all your notes, you can noodle on an idea. Um, I have a lot of um, projects that have been living in my head. Um, I'm sure, Rob, you see them in my head a lot. (laughs) Um, But yesterday I was talking with a teammate and I said, I have been wanting to do this. Like I have been wanting to really put our team on the map for social media and things like that. And I have this whole strategy in my head, but I've just never had the time to like really invest in it. And I think I'm going to have more of that time to really create something meaningful and innovative without a doubt and be more 
productive. Yes. So I'm going to come back in the office having really thought of something new and different um, that is going to impact how I work in the future and how my team works in the future. So take advantage of that opportunity. Take a walk, get some ideas, and just use this as an opportunity to be more creative and innovative. Exactly. Excellent. So uh, we covered the top three things for employers to know, top three things for employees to keep in mind while they are working at home. So as millions of you are homebound with your uh, kids and uh, your spouses all in one place, um, just remember this is a moment in time. Use the time to the best of your ability. Uh, Companies, keep your employees secure. Um, And we will be back with you next week to find out what the tech just happened. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Be safe and be productive. Absolutely.